0: Why did Gabby Roslin give up drinking? Gabby will tell you in this week's episode of The Pod 20. I'm Graham Mack, welcome to the countdown of the most popular podcasts right now, according to downloads and your recommendations at thepodcastradio.co.uk. The Pod 20 is heard on podcast radio, on DAB in the UK, on demand in the USA at talkers.com, around the world on multiple platforms and as a podcast itself. Into the chart now, number 20, Today in Focus from The Guardian, the podcast that takes you behind the headlines for a deeper understanding of the news. 19. My Therapist Ghosted Me. Vogue Williams and Joanne McNally chat with 100% honesty, guaranteed. 18. The Adam Buxton Podcast. Adam's latest ramble chat is with Vic Reeves. 17. Folk on Foot. Presented by Matthew Bannister. Owen Ralph is part of the team that puts it together, and it's
1: a big team, isn't it, Owen? Yeah, it's it's, it's quite a, a big operation. So um, uh, Matthew ha- works with a couple of audio producers, and between them, they um, kind of book the artists, and uh, they go out and do the, the actual recordings. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't go they, with them remotely. I don't. No, I'm, I'm, right. I'm on because I'm when, like, I, I'm,
0: I was wondering. You know, you've got you've got the choice. You've got a lovely studio, which is kind of where you've got everything at your fingertips. Or you're gonna stand in the middle of a field and do it. Okay, we wanna stand in a field. I I I I mean the result is great. I mean it just it's just they sound like proper conversations you'd have with someone going for a walk, which I'm sure is the idea of it. They really do. Yeah. But if you were coming at it where you have to do the work, I wouldn't I wouldn't have started there. I would have started like this, doing Zoom, you know? Yeah. Um yeah. So, so why was that that you decided that it was decided? I know you joined the the show, the, the podcast later, but why was it decided to do it that way? The hard way?
1: Yeah, I think it it was probably partly because it was the hard way. And that, yeah. that felt like an, an interesting challenge. Um, and uh, the uh, N- Natalie Steed, who is our um, uh, audio producer, she's, I mean, she's amazing. She's an absolute audio magician and makes the, the audio sound incredible. And, you know, she's, she's won awards for her, her work on the podcast, like in her own right.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, so I think because, because we had those those skills available to us in Natalie and, uh, obviously Matthew's skill presenting, and it, yeah. it, it felt like, it felt like a concept that, you know, that the work that was interesting, it was, it, it was a bit different to, um, to doing it in a studio. Um, And you know, it just creates such a different atmosphere. I know we we hear a lot from people who, you know, they they either listen to the podcast while they are walking themselves. So it's like they're engaging in the experience, uh, with, with us on the walk. Um, or, or you you have people who use it as an escape when they're on their commutes and just kind of transport themselves into, you know, into a a, a snowy, snowy mountain or wherever it might be.
0: So you've got the audio producer, you've got the people booking the guests, you've got Matthew uh, Bannister who's presenting it. So what do you do? (laughs) <laughs>
1: I'm, not, I'm, I'm not having a go, I just, I'm just interested. So I kind of look after all social media about uh, getting the actual podcast out there onto all the digital platforms, getting it online, yeah. um, taking the, the videos which our um, video creators make um, and kind of packaging them up for social media, getting them out there. Um, yeah, I'm kind of the guy who, who shouts about it and puts it in people's ears once, right. once, the, once the creatives have actually made the thing.
0: Yeah. Folk on foot is at number 17 this week on the Pod 20. 16. Behind the Bastards. Bad people are eternally fascinating. 15. On Purpose with Jay Shetty. Fascinating conversations with the most insightful people in the world. 14. Something Was Wrong. The award-winning true crime docuseries about the detection, trauma and recovery from shocking life discoveries and abusive relationships. Thirteen, the Jordan B. Peterson podcast, enlightening discourse that will change the way you think. Twelve, that Gabby Roslin podcast. Gabby, we know you from the telly, but you've done a lot of radio as well, including your Sunday show on BBC Radio London. You've been doing that show a while now, haven't you?
2: Eight years.
0: Yeah. So, which do you prefer out of them? Out of TV and radio.
2: because if my radio boss sees this, <laughs> okay. Uh, but, but no, I, there's no, everyone knows I love television. Television okay. is my first love and, yeah. and radio comes in at very, is very, very close, but it's live and that's what's so wonderful. But I just like interviewing people. I love chatting to people. I never call an in interview. I just call it a chat.
0: You've done a lot of stage work too.
2: Well, I did. I think I needed to, to do that because I I, I love singing. Um, I always wanted to be in a musical, so I did Chicago, um, and that was great fun. That was really great fun. That was at the same time I was filming and doing the Terry and Gabby show in the day, and then going on stage every night. So it, it was a crazy time. But I did that, and I did um, when Harry met Sally, which was great fun. I did that for six months, uh, touring the country. But I was filming a TV show at the same time as that, and we were filming that around the country. So. Uh, So I like to do do And you're a
0: mum as well. So how you fit this all in, I have no idea.
2: She came with me. She was, um, I was a single mum then and my daughter who was three, she came with me. So it was great. It was nice.
0: Are you still off the booze?
2: Yeah, uh, over two years
0: now. Yeah. Why do you knock it on the head?
2: Because I didn't want to hang over anymore. I was very lucky that I didn't have a problem with alcohol. Many of my friends have had and lots of people I know have had. But I suddenly realized I didn't, want, I didn't want it anymore. I didn't enjoy it. And I didn't want a hangover. I really hated having a hangover. And because I, I am, like I said, I love life so much. It just spoilt the next day. And I'm still the person who, who doesn't sleep very well because I want to wake up the next day so the next day can happen. So, it, And then you can have a hangover. And the older you get, the hangovers get worse. So I just thought, nah, I don't want to do it. So I did dry January then February, and it just carried on. And I'd done dry January for so long. And I have to say, and it's not, because I I don't mean this in a smug way and everybody has their own choice, but I didn't realise how great I would feel with no alcohol in me. And if I'd known sooner, I would have stopped sooner.
0: Yeah, I stopped drinking in 1998. And and I, I, I don't think I had an issue with it, but I just don't know. But anyway... And I couldn't believe how much more I was getting done and uh, how great I was feeling. And I loved being able to drive somewhere and not have to worry about the logistics of getting home. You just get in the car and drive.
2: You don't have to get cabs everywhere.
0: Yeah. And I first did it. I did it for a day. And then I thought, well, I'll do a week. And I felt great and did a month. And after a while, I thought, I think I've been conned all along because society has this whole thing about, you know, you know, oh, it's terrible. We'll drown our sorrows or. Uh, oh, it's great news. Let's celebrate. It's like any excuse, but it doesn't really help anything, I don't think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There are a, well, let's, let's talk about uh, that Gabby Roslyn podcast. There are a lot of celebrities interviewing celebrities podcasts. What makes yours different?
2: Um, because this isn't a, um, how do you, what's life changed for you and, um, let's meditate together or uh, let's talk about your um breakdown if they want to talk about all of that they can but the premise of this is purely and simply about positivity and what makes you laugh it's it's, it's ended up being very much that every week that they we laugh I mean we laugh uncontrollably we've got so many in the bag i mean we've got enough until the middle of next year already so um, there are all sorts of incredible people coming up. Um, but what's so lovely is that people are contacting me, uh, me now and saying, can I come on it? I, th- I think that everybody wants to be, be, be a bit naughty. So it's, it's naughty, as I don't mean as in risque. It's just, you know, it's cheeky and we have a laugh. You find out a side of um, the people that you might know but you you hear a side of them that you've never heard before and and what was so lovely about the Robbie Williams one and and Rob and I've known each other for such a long time but you heard the the Robbie that I know away from the on screen um, Dame Judy was one of my people I'd always wanted to interview and you you hear a side of her cuz she's there with her daughter Finty that you've never heard in an interview before and with Josh Groban um I'd never never met him, but, but we're messaging each other all the time and how did your live stream go and all sorts of things. So um, it's, it's very, um, you, you hear a real side of people, which is lovely. And it's not necessarily about their career. They talk about some of those things and, and um, they, some of them talk very openly about some life-changing moments, but it always comes back to laughing. It's very upbeat it's it's great fun, and I'm so thrilled by the reaction I'm a bit shocked by the reaction it's sort of it, it's it's happened faster than than I imagined, which is lovely
0: was it, whose idea was it to have dame Judy and her daughter? I say that because you also had David Tennant was on with with his uh, wife with his wife with which which you with, i i found that really refreshing you know I listen to a lot of interview podcasts and to go like Wow, yeah, this is a why' has no one thought of this before? That was your idea. You wanted to do it that way yeah. with those
2: yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i mean i i i I do all the own my own asks and bookings, so that's all come just through me but i I wanted to have the two of them together because I love staged um I'd interviewed Finty before and I adored her um so I just thought, why not have the two together? We've got another very famous. Uh, parent and child as well, which I can't announce yet. Okay. Um, okay. And we've got another um, two people who are related. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we've got a few because they heard the Dame Judy one and uh, they contacted me and said, could we do it together?
0: Do you have a favourite one so far? I wouldn't do that. Okay. <laughs> it's it's like that, worth a try.
2: I, I wouldn't do that. No, I, I, I I'm still blown away by... You know Josh Groban, just saying yes. And now, as I said, we're we're messaging each other. Um, uh, Josh is just one of the nicest, funniest people, and with the the same strange sense of humour that I have. And uh, so we had great fun. But all of them, I I can't begin to tell you how much I've loved doing all of them. Lots of them, I I I know. I mean, we're very. I'm very open about the fact that. Uh, Robbie and I have known each other since he was 16 and um, uh, Keith Lemon, I know him and I know Shirley and I uh, I've interviewed David and I've interviewed Finty. So, they're, you know, I've because I suppose I've been doing it such a long time. I've interviewed a lot of people. So, yeah, but my dream is Oprah. Winfrey. So if you
0: know Oprah, could you just let her know? So I've no, I've no contacts at all with Oprah, but if, if anything, you know, if anything ever comes up on Oprah, is, is, let is, me know. is, I'll definitely let you know. That Gabby Roslyn podcast is at number 12 this week on the pod 20 at 11. You're dead to me. The history podcast for people who don't like history. The latest episode is called Medieval Science. Into the top ten now, and at ten, sips, suds and smokes. Everything good in life is worth discussing. Wine, tea, coffee, whiskey, beer, cigars, barbecue, people whose first names start with a Q, ex-Amish, the state of Alabama, roadkill, and Canadians. Nine, Freakonomics Radio. Discover the hidden side of everything with Stephen J. Dubner, co-author of the Freakonomics books. 8. Bad Blood, the final chapter. She was once the world's youngest self made female billionaire. Now, Elizabeth Holmes, founder of the blood testing startup company Theranos, stands accused of leading a massive fraud. If convicted, she faces up to 20 years in prison. 7. Hidden Brain. Shankar Vedantam uses science and storytelling to reveal the unconscious patterns that drive human behavior, shape our choices, and direct our relationships. Six, in radio with Don Chambers. Don, how did you end up doing a podcast
3: about radio? Radio Today, um, you know, Roy Martin started, he wanted to create a kind of radio station for the, for the industry. And he did for and, a while, though, and, didn't and he? And he did. It was called in radio, and um, but and you know, it, I think it was a bit of a labour of love and, and a bit of a strain on his time, I suspect, and not not uh, not one that was particularly monetizable. And uh, but he reached out to various sectors of the radio industry, and so you had a students' show and a community radio show and hospital and so forth. And he asked me to lead up the community sort of contribution, uh, which I did, and. um and then when he, he pulled it, uh, we had a conversation and I said, well, actually, I'd still like to do this kind of approach to local radio, which is about education. It's about all the things I've just articulated. And so the way this settled down is that you've got the Radio Today podcast, which is about what's happening in the industry and in a fine uh, weekly podcast it is too. Uh, and you've you've got the in radio podcast, which explores more the the kind of the, the social worth of radio of the um, of community of grassroots, but the educational side uh, and the skill development side, which sounds um, quite serious. I think we have no. It's quite entertaining.
0: Well. You you get some really good guests on.
3: Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, I, and well, who can say no, really? <laughs> I mean, it, it's it, the, the beautiful thing about what I do. Is that it's not controversial. It, it's it's um, people people love the idea that the industry that they love uh, is is doing this kind of is an agent for for social change and, and for for great impact on on people. And uh, I think people are also interested in the idea that the local radio marketplace has shifted hugely. It continues to shift. Uh, and I and I like highlighting. I see validity and all. I don't say, well, I'm not going to go to that station because it's a bit crap, and it may not be. But And one of my favourites in radio podcasts actually is, or one of my favourites is I went to 20 stations. I went on a tour of 20 stations, and I put this out for World Radio Day in February. And um, and, and to, to hear 20 stations in one podcast <laughs> was a bit of an editing job, I can tell you, but hugely re- rewarding, and, it, and for people... You see, I, I work in the community radio sector, so I'm very familiar with it. But uh, for other people who, you know, are still a bit naive about it, they might say, "Well, yeah, that, that's kind of you know, a, a bit of a, a crap section of the industry." They might think it. They probably wouldn't say it these days, but they might think it. And so the idea of enfranchising, if you like, community radio and the grassroots approach to media uh, is is huge fun, but I think needed, and I think that's why Roy wanted to, to support this. And um, uh, that said, I haven't done one for a bit, so this conversation is rather encouraging. Me to get <laughs> – I've just joined um, – But you're you know, busy doing other podcasts as well, so how you find I do the time, I'll well, we, get, know. we get commissioned, you see. I see. So, so I, I've developed a niche for the charity. So uh, we do the DHI podcast. Where DHI stands for Developing Health and Independence. It's, it, it's very much located here in the West Country. Which uh, they're given the the, the sort of, uh, you know, uh, sort of mental health recovery services for people who've uh, had addictions to alcohol and drugs and so forth. And it's so exciting and interesting. I can get an expert on, and I do, who will tell you, look, drinking to excess is not a good plan. You put them in front of school children and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we all went to the drugs lectures at school, but some of us became drugs addicts, you know, so it's a question of how you get those messages across without being preachy, po-faced and, and general telling people what to do from a paternalistic kind of uh, with your waggly finger point of view. And uh, and so we, we will get experts on, but if you've got a, a woman telling you uh, that she had decided to take her own life and uh, it wasn't worth living anymore because of her addictions and um, so she decides to, to, to jump off a bridge into a river and end it all, and at the very moment, she lets go. She wants to live. And then she hits the water and it's icy cold and she's afraid of dying. So in that that second was a complete reversal of her mental approach to life. Uh, clearly, she survived. And she, she to, to tell me the story, and she, uh, I learned more about that whole world through that one interview, because it's an incredibly powerful story, and I don't know anybody in adult life who's not affected one way or another by the issues surrounding uh, drugs and, and alcohol, and um, and so these are issues that, that are, are very much rather like being the vicar, and and having to deal with people's loss of life. You know that is part of life, losing life, people losing life. It's part of life, and I think. Uh, so, so the DHI podcast is, uh, is is a really important way of, of carrying uh, a message, but it's about stories. I think all podcasts really are about stories mm. uh, and, and, and empowering people to tell their stories. But, you know, uh, somebody's stories of lived experience is going to take, uh, you know, messages much further. We, we launched the Well Wessex podcast, uh, which is, uh, is a number. Well, Well Wessex, it's also started by Lucy Nelson. Is, is an unconstituted umbrella organisation that brings the work of the four leading mental health charities of Somerset together. And the Well Wessex podcast sort of highlights these things. So if you've got anxiety, you've got, um, you know, you're afraid of going outdoors, but you need to keep fit, and all these things, you know, the, the stuff that affects us all really. Um, five ways to wellbeing. Um, and, uh, and, and so we, it's not only about a podcast people can access, because it affects, it'll inform or even entertain the world that that, that they're interested in. But it's about empowering people with lived experience to make those podcasts. Uh, And that's when you get the real stories. So, so my trainers and myself guide people in making podcasts of, of real social value. And, um, and that's, an extremely exciting and, and thrilling thing. I, I stumbled across podcasts completely by accident. I was commissioned. This is years ago, 12 years ago. We were talking about podcasts 12 years ago. And Bath and North Somerset Council, who really f- heavily supported the creation of Summer Valley FM in a way that just simply wouldn't happen now because of the strains on public finances. And, and they were very pleased with what happened uh, with Summer Valley. And the, so they kept coming to us. And, and that's how I started training people. In, in, you know, how to deal with hostile interview techniques and, and things like that, uh, which I was worryingly good at. I've never done a hostile interview <laughs> in my life. And it turns out I'm a real bastard. I hope I can say that on your show. I'm really nasty. I didn't know I could be. <laughs> uh, anyway, so they, they rather like me when I come in to uh, to, to, to tell them, give them such a horrendous experience. The hope is that they will never actually have that when they're at the BBC. Or, uh, anyway, they said, would I make podcasts about, because they had a monthly magazine which highlighted things like, you know, the the Christmas light switch on public community events and village days and all the stuff, as well as, you know, the more mundane things around refuse collections and things. And, um, and they sent me the content, what they wished to do. And I, and I put all this together. And uh, and I liked it. I really enjoyed doing that. So when the podcast thing took off, I think uh, my conversation with Roy is a long time ago. It feels like it's been about five years. Uh, and then I realized it could be revenue so um, for the charity, and uh, we get commissioned uh, to make podcasts as well. But, uh, but I still have this huge affection for the In Radio podcast, and um, it's, there's, there's a strain on my time at the moment, but um, I've got so many podcasts to release, it, it's, it almost pains me to, to reflect it. And I've got some wonderful conversations, talking about some great guests, um, Johnny Beeling uh, spent an hour with me the other day. X-Radio Y. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he, we, he, but he was a sort of radio boss god, you know. Um, and I would tremble at the thought of writing to Johnny Beeling. Um, who, but those days when we all listened to just a handful of stations and, uh, and actually getting his story was, uh, was, was, was wonderful. And and talking to the guy who ran the radio station that I used to listen to when I was bullied at school because that was my only friend, and I'm not making this up. That is absolutely true. 13-year-old me, 1980, out of sorts with the world. I mean, who isn't out of sorts with the world when you're 13? You're just sort of hanging around waiting to be 16 and a bit older and old enough to get to the pub with friends and have friends. But I didn't. uh, I used to paint because I was creative, and I used to uh, spend that summer with with an easel painting nature and a, and a transistor radio and smiley miley and the roadshow, And I was road telling here. him this. And then he was telling me from his point of view, what they were telling he, he created the road show. And, um, and so it, that was a wonderful conversation. And, and in radio is the vehicle where these conversations happen. In fact, Roy got me a new jingle made the other day, which is in radio conversations. Yeah. This conversation is exactly like this. Yeah, where you don't need to have all those um, production skills <laughs> to chop it around to to create a story. Just go and talk to somebody. Yeah, and um, uh, and uh, I mean, my my challenge is that I'm 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 not I'm not really unlike Roy actually, uh, and so many other people are. I'm not really motivated by technicalities. I'm motivated by the outcomes. Yeah, you know, I just like radio because. It's like a, a painting. You either like it or don't. It's the Oscar Wilde approach to art. You know, good art is stuff you like, and bad art is stuff you don't like. Um, but uh, And so sometimes when we're doing stuff on Zoom, I'm thinking, oh, it's not sounding quite right. I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> but uh, so, so luxury to, um, I've just joined uh, John Dash and team at Care Radio, and uh, uh, where there's a producer producing my show, Life Stories, and it's it's wonderful. Uh, working with a technically really proficient person, because you know, I can just focus on on the wonderful conversations and uh, uh, and, and what brilliant timing that was of of uh, John and everybody and Gary uh, to release Care Radio uh, at this uh, time of focus on the NHS. But the NHS is, is is a major agency of care in this country, but actually so many people are, are carers uh, which aren't who aren't supported. Including children. You know, this is something that that we need to. And a lot of people are carers who who don't realize that they care. That's right. Yeah, they're just just, their spouse or whatever. Yeah. Exactly within their marriage or within their family unit. So um, I I love doing uh, the In Radio podcast. I'm really looking forward to getting back to it. And I've got a number of students, I think, which which are going to help me. In fact, I just put out as chair of the Community Media Association that we're looking for uh, work placement opportunities. Yeah, uh, you know, and we can link it because the the Radio Academy have got a mentoring scheme. So there's there's other wider networks we can uh, link it into. But I, I love the idea, and I have launched many careers. Actually, I haven't launched any careers apart from my own. Um, it, but uh, but I have facilitated environments where some wonderful careers have uh, have have been launched, and it starts because they want to try themselves out. They come and do that with me, and then. Ultimately, that becomes useful. So people have on their CVs the in radio podcast uh, because they've they've produced it, and and then of course they move on, and hopefully someone else comes in. So I'm I'm building an army um, to to get some more podcasts out there. Really. But it's
0: an army that's going to use its powers for the forces of good and not for evil.
3: Oh, absolutely. Uh, that, <laughs> uh, that, that is absolutely that I can say safely say underwrites what I do. It's a force for good.
0: Huh. Dom Chambers, you are a force for good, and it's been great spending this time with you and finding out more about all the things you've got going on, including the in radio podcast, which I think is the thing that we're most interested in, a podcast radio, but it's just the tip of the iceberg of the stuff that you're involved in. Thanks for all the work you do, and thanks for your time. Where can we find out more about you or the organizations you're involved with?
3: Well, at the moment, the charity is called the Summer Valley Education Trust, and uh, there's only one of them, I can tell you. And uh, I love being a trustee of the Radio Academy. I think the Radio Academy has such a great history. But where it is now is very much, it's a contemporary charity, uh, unbelievably um, well-managed by by Sam Bailey and um, uh, and well-chaired by Helen. And, uh, and I think it's so, got so much to offer, and we're going to see a lot more of that. And it is, you know, we want to give people opportunities. We love the radio industry and uh, and we want to we want to encourage young and emerging talent and you know frankly community radio is the big training ground not to say that student radio isn't doing a fantastic uh, job as well and there's strong overlaps between uh, community uh, community and students and of course hospital radio is still a phenomenon as well and i think at the academy we want to uh, very much uh, make sure that there's an industry around that's relevant to young people and there's places for them in it because uh, there needs to be, and it's a fast-evolving landscape, this, and uh, we not only want to feel that young people feel included, we want the industry to benefit from their energy, from their creativity, and, and the world of media that they want to create. And, uh, and what I do as, uh, as the, through the Community Media Association and the Radio Academy and my own charity uh, is, is very much uh, encourage that. Of course, what the charity does is it takes it one stage further. It's not just about people wanting to be professionals. They're they're with us. and They're uh, they're welcome. But this is about all the benefits that you can get from this sort of uh, approach to the media um, by by being included. And that is the key word, feeling included.
0: Well, In Radio is included in the Pod 20 this week at number six. Into the top five, and at five, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. After 25 years at the late-night desk, Conan has never made a real and lasting friendship with any of his celebrity guests, so he started a podcast to fix that. 4. Suspect An apartment complex hosts a big Halloween party with themed rooms and costumed partygoers. By the end of the night, one of the party's hosts is murdered. 3. Stuff You Should Know If you've ever wanted to know about champagne, Satanism, the Stonewall Uprising, Chaos Theory, LSD, El Nino, True Crime and Rosa Parks, then look no further. Josh and Chuck have you covered. Number two. Off Menu with Ed Gamble and James Acaster. Ed and James invite a special guest into their magical restaurant to choose their favourite starter, main course, side dish, dessert and drink. And at number one. Crime junkie. If you can never get enough true crime, congratulations. You've found your people.
1: It was Amber who saw her grandmother first. She was lying, feet from the door. And though a Winnie the Pooh blanket was covering her face, the blood around her made it clear that she was dead, even to six-year-old Amber. Amber told Kirk Mitchell, quote, It's definitely an image that never leaves your mind. Sherry swooped up her children as fast as she could and got them out of there, then ran to a neighbor's who called police. When detectives arrived and actually looked at the scene in more detail, what they saw was horrifying. There was a reason the killer had covered her head. She had been beaten with a blunt instrument. And it wasn't hard to guess what, because right next to her body was a hammer.
0: (laughs) Crime Junkie, number one this week on the Pod 20. And that's it for episode 75. Thanks to this week's guest pod stars, Owen Ralph, Gabby Roslin and Don Chambers. Don't forget you can watch extended video chats with my guests on YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel. What will happen on the podcast radio chart next week? Will Crime Junkie stay at number one? Will your favourite podcast make it to the top of the chart? Find out with me, Graham Mack, and influence the chart. Make a recommendation at thepodcastradio.co.uk. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America.